Welcome, everyone, to the Tiny Seeds Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Morgan, and I'm here with my co-host, Chase Witherow. We are here in our Tiny Seeds, ready to discuss the biggest topics of the week, the 2020 NFL Draft, the first ever virtual draft. Chase, my brother. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, man? Uh, So, honestly, the first virtual NFL Draft, it went really well. I thought, especially after like the whole debacle that went on with the uh, the pre-draft thing that they did on ESPN. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, it shattered. Obviously, it shattered records from 2014 with the 50.6 million viewers, which was 3 million more than what was in 2014. And so, I mean, I mean, honestly, I think this was good mm-hmm. for the country because this is like we've been itching we for sports. It. We've been we out of sports this. for a month, and this brought yeah. everyone together. You know, we're all just kind of hungry for something, just a sense of reality right now. And the NFL, props to the NFL for keeping this thing going on, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, who was your biggest steal in the draft? Um, So, I'm going to start off first with uh, Christian Fulton, the uh, the Titans second-round draft pick. I honestly thought this guy was a first-round draft pick all across the board. If it weren't for the uh, – for the 2017 season where he got suspended for the fake PED use where he swapped P. Mm. Um, so that he that cost him a whole season of college football. and But he came back and ended up grading out as the uh, pro football focus uh, highest SEC cornerback. Played against Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, and T. Higgins all last year and gave up a combined three catches for 39 yards and three pass breakups. Great competition. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, if he's proven himself against – some of the draft's best receivers and like not to mention like this is probably the deepest wide receiver class of all time. So oh, yeah. he's definitely proven his worth. Uh ran a four four six forty, so I mean that's pretty decent speed for a corner. Gonna have to actually one of his competitor, T. Higgins, is my biggest steal of the draft. Uh we'll we'll get into that. I th- I think I think he was picked right around where he should have been, especially in the like a class as deep like I was saying, but Fulton's got yeah. he's got lockdown potential, going to replace Logan Ryan, and he's he's slotting into, into in secondary with Adoree Jackson, Malcolm Butler, Kevin Byard, and Kenny Vaccaro. If that's not like one of the top secondaries in the NFL, then it's going to be a really hard time yeah, throwing the Titans defense. Five. Well, my first steal of the draft was T. Higgins. Like he, him and Trevor Lawrence worked phenomenal together, in my opinion. That's a yeah. That's a and three-headed that, monster over at Clemson. Him, Amari Rogers, and Justin oh, Ross. That's a oh yeah. It's pretty unstoppable. But with the Joe Burrow being his teammate, that chemistry they can build. That's gonna be. He's like he's that. got Tyler Boyd and he's got AJ Green to feed off of. Three guys yeah, who are veterans exactly. in the league who can who can help him out. That gives Joe Burrow three great targets right there, and you exactly. have Joe Mixon in the backfield. It's gonna be a fun offense to watch his first year. Mm-hmm. But I think T. Higgins does have the potential to be like the biggest threat in the AFC North, if not the AFC. Oh, I think he's got a he's got potential to have a Juju like impact. His uh, I think he has his rookie more. year. I'm just saying when uh when Juju complimented Antonio Brown his rookie year and had a pretty good rookie <laughs> year, I think he's got that impact, yeah. the potential impact. You know how that with, uh, out for <laughs> yeah. I think AJ Green's got a little bit better head on him, but I, th- I think it's got that kind of potential impact. But you may honestly see him just build that chemistry with Burrow right off the bat, considering they're both rookies yeah. and 
just become his go-to target. So I think it's definitely an interesting mm-hmm. pick. Uh, but I think the Bengals are going to be building something there in a couple of years. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be a tough division, though, especially with, with the Browns and oh. the Ravens kind of surging right now. Yeah, exactly. Who was your second steal of the draft? Um, so this one, this one's going to be CD Lamb, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was a steal, definitely at 17 for the Cowboys. This guy yeah. was uh, most people's consensus number one wide receiver across the board. Ended up being the third wide receiver taken uh, behind Ruggs and Judy. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I get the Ruggs pick to Oakland because Gruden loves his guys that with all the measurables and stuff. But I think I think CD Lamb, like, you know, you got Ruggs has the speed. Judy's got the route mm-hmm. running, but he's got a little mix of both of that. He's just yeah. – you give him the ball, he's going to make people miss. He's, he's going to be tough mm-hmm. to bring down in the open field. And you pair him with Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, who both are coming off a 1,000-yard seasons. You have yeah. Zeke in the backfield. That's... If Amari Cooper can stay healthy, mm-hmm. Cowboys, Cowboys are going to be – That's that's a three-headed monster. That is a three-headed yeah. monster. If, uh, if Prescott can stay consistent Cause, – Because right now I believe the 49ers have – everything in the bag as far as the nfc goes for the next yeah for the next couple of years we'll see we'll see i'm not sold on yeah. garoppolo oh not, neither am i but everyone else on that squad is it's, they're definitely that. lethal Super Bowl. yeah but i mean you lose randall cobb and you gain cd lamb off of that i think that's a great switch yeah great switch <laughs> nice, for them nice little trade-off i mean the fact that he fell all the way to 17 is honestly unreal to me this this is a guy yeah. who I thought should have been the first guy taken, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. When the Broncos picked Judy, I was like, oh man. Honestly thought CD was gonna fall to the uh to the Eagles, but that that Broncos offense is gonna be something else. Yeah. It's that we'll get into that. That's gonna be a <laughs> it's gonna be a scary, scary good offense. No, I think this like with Lamb going in the first round, that's that's not something that's not a move the Cowboys make a lot. Yeah. They uh there they took the best player available instead of posi- positional need, which is what they normally do. Because mm-hmm. uh I mean Jerry Jones has been doing this a long time, so but yeah. they made the splashy play in the first round and I think it's gonna pay off for them big time next year. You see Jerry and there's like a evil layer looking <laughs> basement. That was funny. It's <laughs> 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 like the uh the twenty one savage meme. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for my second steal of the draft, this may be a surprise to you, but I'm saying Justin Herbert. Okay. Go to the Chargers. Okay. Um, as a steal with the sixth pick. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you explain, but yeah, I'm intrigued on that one. I'm intrigued. I kind of, yeah, you know, I don't know. Like Phil Rivers is gone. So obviously they need something. And there's teams in front of the. I don't think I don't don't think he'll he'll come in and play right away. They'll 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 hand the ball to Tyrod to start, especially with him with him being a rookie quarterback. And Tyrod's got experience in this league. I mean, he started for Buffalo for what two years, played for the Ravens. He's played. He's played. I mean, when he's played, he's been solid. He's never really made a bunch of mistakes, but he's never really made any flashy plays. But I think the smart move for them is just give him the ball for the first three four games. And when he messes up, it's it's Herbert's time, obviously. But 
I mean, back to what you were saying. I mean, Herbert's like everything that you want in a quarterback, though. He is. De- he's got the size. He's definitely got the size. He's got the size. He's got the mobility. He's got a rocket for an arm. But he's not accurate. He reminds, reminds me a lot of a. Uh, to, he's a Pac-12 quarterback. To be honest, he re- he reminds me a lot of Josh Allen. Uh, very high risk, but can potentially. Yeah, but look at the potential. That's what Josh I'm saying. Allen. Very high risk can potentially pay off big time, but. Mm-hmm. Picking him that high, if he busts, then it's it's going to look really bad, which is yeah. exactly what the Josh Allen pick was. So, I think it's definitely got potential, but it's going to get it's obviously going to take two or three years for him to really get going. Definitely, especially like losing. That's what this league's all about. I mean, he he has a great back with Eckler though, not giving yeah. him a lot of help with checkdowns. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like it. I'm, I just like the replacement of Philip Rivers. His uh, his accuracy though in big in big games is pretty scary. The numbers are pretty alarming, <laughs> which is what I know threw a lot of people off when it came to chart mm-hmm. uh, when it came to drafting him. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the the Chargers, if Tua was there at six, if the Dolphins hadn't picked mm-hmm. him before with a fifth mm-hmm. pick, I think that's who they would have gone with. Yeah. I definitely think Tua is a steal at five. I know he's not one of one of the guys I put down, but I think he's the best quarterback in the class. Um, yeah, yeah he, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, he's a pretty accurate quarterback, and he wins. Uh, yeah. The only knack on him right now, obviously, is injury. Can he stay healthy? Those, yeah, he's got those all those injuries. If he can stay healthy, I think he's got a chance to really turn it around in Miami because that's what they're missing right now. Who would you could? Compare to a two. Right now? Oh, man. I would honestly say Drew, Drew Brees. Just, just because of height in general, you could say Drew Brees. Um, yeah. Height, arm strength. Well, younger Drew Brees, arm strength. Yeah. yeah. I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. A little, little more mobility than Drew. Speaking of Drew's, uh, Drew Locke, man. I'm <laughs> like I. He's going to have a monster <laughs> next year. I'm calling it right now. I expect a Pro Bowl out of him. He, he, He's got all the weapons right now. Mm-hmm. All the weapons. Running back. With Sutton, outs, Judy. Slot. It's it's going to be. Noah Fant. Yeah, Noah Fant. Their, uh, their first round pick last year. And they got Hamler in the second round from Penn State. Yeah. That guy is a speedster. He's going he to take a, the tops he off. He's going to take yeah. the tops off defenses. Yeah. I think uh, that, <clears throat> that AFC West is going to look really uh, – Really interesting next year, especially yeah, with KC. Definitely. All right. You got some head scratchers. <sighs> head scratchers. All right. This one's not going to really come as mm-hmm. a surprise. Um, everyone kind of was like, what the heck are they doing with this pick? But uh, I'm going to go Jordan Love, Green Bay yep. Packers. Um, this pick made absolutely no sense to me. Zero sense. Mm-hmm. Coming off an NFC Championship appearance, it's – their second pick made zero yeah, sense to that, me. Their whole draft. It, I'm I'm about to flame <laughs> on them later in this podcast. It's if you're a Packers fan, cover your ears. You're not going to hear this. Um, but I, the the mindset should be to get Rogers help. You know, there's plenty of yeah. receivers on the board right there. You got you got Pittman and and Higgins are still there. You, know, you, you got guys that are there that can come in and make an immediate impact day one in Green Bay. You're telling me you got Rogers mm-hmm. who made it to the NFC Championship game with. Devontae Adams, obviously, who is a huge stud, one of the best in the league, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Valdez Scantling, Alan Lazard. That's who he's got right Mm -hmm. now. Like, it's not going (laughs) to. You're you're wasting the end of Rodgers' career. (laughs) A guy who can still take you to the Super Bowl right now. They're one game away from the Super Bowl, and they're already drafting this replacement. It's basically basically the same thing they did to Rodgers or uh, Favre in 05 with Rodgers. Rodgers is under Mm -hmm. contract till 2023, so that's another three seasons. And he's a guy who's. You can still. He's a guy who's expressed he's want he wants to play in Green Bay till he's at least forty. And knowing Rodgers is just his mindset. He's he's going to be pissed off. This Mm -hmm. this is gonna this is gonna make or break uh, Lafleur's success as the Green Bay head coach. His uh, his whole. Tenure in Green Bay is going to be tied to this pick right here. It's a huge gamble, mm-hmm. huge gamble, and they traded up for him. They probably could have. Yeah. They probably could have ended up getting him anyways without trading up for him. And you have a guy. I mean, Honestly. he has potential. His potential is there. Good size. He's six four, two twenty four. Ran a four seven four forty. I mean, that's, that's uh, he was he was start, he threw thirty two touchdowns and six picks his junior year. Came back his senior year, ended up throwing twenty yeah. touchdowns, seventeen interceptions. That's pretty alarming. The drop off in that is it's very it's, it's extremely alarming. Um, that's yeah, that's like Josh Allen numbers, him coming out of Wyoming. But yeah. I mean, he, he's obviously got a live arm, a really big arm, which is mm-hmm. what the NFL is looking for right now. It's that's what it's shifted to, and yeah, I think him learning under Rodgers is going to be it's going to be good. And the fact that he's a first-round pick, they mm-hmm. can pick up his fifth-year option. Like, so I yeah. think maybe in the long term it might be a smart move, but right now it's very, um, very confusing. Especially when, when the yeah. Packers um, they have a really good chance to make it back to the NFC Championship game next year. Yeah. Well, for my first head scratcher is the second pick of that team. <laughs> Yeah, and AJ yeah. Dillon. I also graded him as a bad pick. That pick. <laughs> that pick. Overall, he is no, not but a bad the, pick. there's so many more running backs. He's not on that team. So many more running yeah. backs. On that team, it did not make sense. You got Aaron Jones. Dog, dog, man, just straight he is beast. He's he's good, like, but I also think at the same time he's severely overlooked. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But as you said, Aaron Rodgers needs more weapons. He needs more protection. And yeah, they're wasting they're wasting the end of his years, man. Failed it. Yeah. It's, it's what are you doing? And he's still a good quarterback, so I mean yeah, he's they've committed to him being know. the franchise quarterback and at that point you're drafting love and you're drafting guy they didn't even draft a wide receiver the entire draft. The entire no. draft. Now this is the this is the heaviest wide receiver class of all time. No. Did it? This was. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best wide receiver class of all time, in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinions. And you come away yeah. with the zero wide receivers. Nothing to help Rodgers, and you're yeah, drafting a running back sense. who is not a need at all. And no. a guy you could have got probably in the later rounds. Um, yeah. Just makes no sense to me. The entire approach to their draft made no sense to me. Um, it, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, I'm going to be really interested to see how the uh, how the rest of the offseason goes for them. Yeah. 
my my second biggest head scratcher. It, it's probably known, <laughs> but it's the whole organization of oh. the Houston Texans. They didn't draft <sighs> Texans, any man. That's a... <laughs> Deshaun Deshaun has been sacked 125 times. Uh, I've seen him play live three. probably three or four times, and he's <laughs> he has no help. You just traded away his top guy, yeah. Hopkins, so he doesn't have a safe. There's no safety net no now targets. for him to throw to. With Hopkins, no. he could get pressure right in his face, just throw it up to Hopkins. He's going to make that play. <laughs> I mean, they extended Larry Tunsil, but they gave they gave him crazy sacked money. 44 times last year. I don't know that that organization is it's heading south very quickly. It's, it, it shouldn't, yeah. They, they've won the AFC South the, numerous times the last few years, and they, they yeah. have arguably one of the best young quarterbacks in the league, Deshaun Watson. They traded away mm-hmm. arguably one of the best receivers in the league, in DeAndre Hopkins, top probably top two. Yep. Um, <laughs> they're trading away their core. They're they're making moves that just make no sense. When honestly, they, they were up twenty-four nothing against the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. They're that close. <laughs> they're that close to. <laughs> yes, they're, they're like they're Jam scratching Jam. the surface and the, they're blowing up right now. If I'm a Houston Texans fan, yeah. I'm I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind right now. I mean, as as a Titans as, as a Titans oh, fan, I mean I'm I'm not complaining. This it's kind of fun to watch. To kind of sit back and watch them implode, yeah. but. It's baffling yeah. to me what Bill O'Brien's doing over there. It's it's really mind block yeah. mind boggling because it just doesn't make any sense. You, you get yeah. David Johnson, a, a guy they really didn't need. That's not. I mean, he'll help, but he's not gonna. Someone who had one. Nice he was year solid. He's just been hurt offensive. a lot, and now he's going yeah. to a place where he's not going to get any more help. And it's just it's a lose lose situation for both sides, and I, yeah, I, I don't know the entire Houston. It's just the off season for them is a head scratcher. Everything about yeah. the organization since they lost to the Chiefs in the divisional round is just it's a head scratcher. <laughs> I will be I very very surprised if Bill O'Brien's back next year. Very surprised, no. or if he even makes it. To the season, I think he'll make it through the season just based off their talent alone. Deshaun Watson's going to win them games mm-hmm. just based off his arm talent, but not if he's yeah. been sacked forty-four times in a season. <laughs> um, right, this one's going to this one kind of might surprise a little bit of people, but uh, I'm going to go Lynn Bowden Jr., uh, the Raiders' third-round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy's a this guy's a really good athlete. He's a really good football player. Yeah. But where does he mm-hmm. slot? You know, he's he's not a great running back. He's not a great wide receiver. He's really just a gadget player for Oakland who mm-hmm. wasn't he wasn't in a position to need. He's not a position to need. They drafted yeah. Ruggs in the first round. And then they drafted Brian mm-hmm. uh Brian Edwards with the pick after him. So that's that's three wide receivers. Yeah. Plus you already have, you know. You have Aguilar, who they just picked up, and Tyra Williams, who they just picked up. Mm-hmm. Hunter Renfro, yeah, yeah, Renfro, Dawes, like year. they have all those guys, and he he's really not going to have a fit there. And that I know, I think Gruden said he's going to start him off as as a running back, 
which I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It came in and ran for 1,500 yards almost at UK last year as a wide receiver slash quarterback slash whatever the hell he was. Yeah. Um, came it, yeah. That'd be a nice backup for him. It's not even. It's not even that. I mean, okay, Jacobs is obviously he showed amazing potential last year. He ran for 1,100 yards mm-hmm. his rookie season, which yeah, as a rookie running back is hard to do in the league now. Because those guys don't get a lot of chances. Yeah. It's usually three or four years you're out. And you saw that with Gurley, too. Gurley yeah. came off a massive contract, and he's gone two years. So running backs don't really have a long shelf life. But, yeah. I mean, you got you have Jalen Rashard behind Jacobs, who I think has been more than serviceable for for the Raiders, and he's kind of their do-it-all backup guy. He's really good out of the backfield, catching the ball, and he's a pretty mm-hmm. decent runner, too. So, I mean – at this point, he's kind of slotting there at, at the third running back slot, maybe the fifth wide receiver, fifth or sixth wide receiver. I just think it was a reach. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't a guy they needed right there, and I yeah. don't think it, I don't know if his skills will really translate to the NFL all that well. I mean, because there's guys, there's guys that we, we all know that there's mm-hmm. guys that are really, really good college players. You know, like Tim Tebow, yeah, you know? yeah, RG three, RG three, Trent Richardson, <laughs> you know, really, really good. Eddie mm-hmm. Lacy, you know, these guys are really good college players, you know, studs coming out, whatever. They don't really, mm-hmm. they don't really yeah, they don't really fit anywhere in the NFL when they come in. So it's just a lot of people thought the mm-hmm. same thing was going to happen with Derrick Henry. So, I mean, he proved a lot of people wrong there, but like he's kind of a rare case when it comes to that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, this, yeah. I don't, Bowden just doesn't have, I just don't. He's got the skill set, but I don't think he's going to have really a position or really anything that's going to translate to the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's going to be he's going to be like yeah. a lot like Tavon Austin, I, I think. His kind of usage, and we saw Tavon mm-hmm. Austin was a top ten pick, and he's done yeah. nothing. <laughs> he's yeah, he's no, a journey he's guy. A he's a journey guy in the NFL. He's done nothing, and I mean he may not yeah. compare to Austin speed wise, but as far as like skill set and kind mm-hmm. of being the same thing, running back, receiver. I think you're going to see that kind of be the same path for Bowden, and he'll just kind of fizzle out. I don't know. He could prove me wrong. The dude seemed yeah. like he was very tough and seemed like he was he was a grinder. So, yeah, the mm-hmm. <laughs> Gruden grinder. Grind, I mean, the, some of those guys stick, so <laughs> I, I guess we'll really find out. He could prove me wrong, but that's, a, that's my big head scratcher for number two. Yeah. You want to take a little, yeah, we'll do that. little break? Get back to get back to the winners yeah, of the we'll team or the winners of the draft. Welcome back to the <laughs> Tiny Seat Podcast. I'm your host Jake Morgan What's with going my on? co-host. All right, so uh, winners of the draft uh, from this past weekend. Yeah. Obviously, my number one's going to be uh, going to be Cincinnati. Here you got. You know that. Yeah, they're they're one of my three. One. one of my three winners of the draft. So yeah. I mean, why? But, <laughs> I didn't think they'll be that right, high. So, look, <laughs> I, I didn't put them in order. All right, I just put my three winners of the draft. If you want me to put number one, I'll put. I'll go Ravens. Ravens is number one for me. Okay. Baltimore Ravens are oh, my number one winner of the you, draft. They absolutely got everything they needed. They boosted that defense with Pat Queen. 
Dude, they boosted because their defense with Pat Queen and Malik Harrison. Those guys are going to come in and be immediate impacts for them. And, I mean, you saw what the Titans did in the <laughs> AFC Divisional against them, just shredded them, shredded that defense. And yeah, Henry just ran all over them. These linebackers going to be really, really good for them, filling those holes, filling those gaps, and just kind of mm-hmm. shorting up that defense a little bit, giving them what they need. And uh, they got a steal, yeah. I think, with, with Dobbins. You know, that, that's a guy who's going to come in. I don't, I don't, I don't really a, understand that pick. You got, you got a guy who, a downhill runner at OSU, just freaking <laughs> give him the rock and he's going to run, man. And that's going to fit great in y'all's offense, I think, the Ravens' offense, because, like, you got, you got Ingram, who, in my opinion, similar mm-hmm. style to Dobbins. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You saw what he did he's in that offense last rusher. year, I think. Ingram doesn't have a lot of years left. I mean, he's a guy who. 20, 2011 draft pick, so that he's going into, I think, his 10th year. And so, as we know, yeah. NFL running backs, their shelf life is not that long. So, the fact that he's made it that far is, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a testament to Ingram and his abilities, but he's also going to be wearing down soon. And so, I think getting Dobbins in the second round, mm-hmm. with a, to make him a guy, like, he's a guy like Ingram. So, like, getting him in the second round to plug in when Ingram's gone is going to be really good for them. And I just think the offense is going to fit really well for him. Um you know they they picked up two receiver weapons for uh, for oh. Lamar. You guys had some drops last year yeah. in the playoffs. We saw you know the receivers weren't reliable. It was the I think the receivers had like the least amount of receiving yards in the NFL in that offense. And yeah, yeah, uh, Lamar had more than him. Lamar loves yeah. the tight ends, but you, you got Devin Duvernay and and James Proch out of uh, SMU, and I think Proch is probably got his great value pick. I mean he. Pretty much has all the records at SMU as far as receivers go. I think you got him in the sixth round, fifth or sixth mm-hmm. round, and with his amount of production, yeah. he's going to plug in and give Lamar a really nice target. I think. I, I just think the Ravens had a really, really yeah. good draft. I agree. Who's your number one? It should come to no surprise, but the okay. Denver Broncos. I mean, look at the weapons they just drafted. Look at the weapons they already have. Look at the youth. It's definitely a I team mean, to watch. It's going to be a team to they watch. They have this year. all. They have the recipe to be one of the top teams in oh, the yeah. NFC because they have a pretty good. It's a tough defense. division. It's a tough division, with but Miller uh, leading the way. They definitely yeah. have a lot of potential, especially with the NFL moving to the uh, the seventeen playoff. So that's yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Thing, it's gonna be very interesting. I think it's gonna be good though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of leagues have a lot of things have a lot of leagues have like a half their half their teams make the playoffs or whatever. Like NHL, it's like half their teams make the playoffs. Same with NBA. Yeah. So. Which getting uh, getting those guys in there, getting the teams in there for the NFL is going to be good viewership-wise and just getting those yeah. guys' experience. It'll make it more exciting, too. Um, number two. Pick? Number two is going to be Cincy, okay. <laughs> number two is going to be Cincy. Um, <laughs> you know, you come in. They did They did win, but I'm not, I'm not putting them that high. <laughs> you come in and uh, you, get, you get Joe Burrow, obviously, number one. Everyone saw it coming. Everyone expected it. Mm-hmm. Like he said, he's been studying the Bengals' pay, uh, playbook for what, three weeks now before he was even drafted. So I mean, he knew where he was going. We yeah. all knew where he was going. But I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, he, video games. Yeah, he just came off a 5,600-yard, 60-touchdown season. Heisman Trophy going to the home state. Yeah, yeah not, arguably, in my opinion, in my opinion, got everything. probably the best college football season of all time. Ever. Yeah. That's a, a definite argument. Mean, he had right? a lot of talent around him, so a lot of that can be mm-hmm. – yeah. A lot of that can be subjected to like, oh, okay, he had Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and Thaddeus Moss. You know, right there is three great weapons, you know. Edwards Hilaire in the backfield. Yeah, he's he's still still throwing the ball. ball. And he shredded – they played, I don't even know how many top ten teams, but they shredded them. It 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 wasn't even close. And so, Mm -hmm. you obviously take him, make the future of the franchise right there. Because um, Dalton wasn't getting it done. Yeah, he's a serviceable, serviceable mm-hmm. quarterback, but he's he's not going to take him to that next step. Obviously, he would have done it by now. Um, so you got to get someone new in there. Yeah. They did a good job getting him. Um, so and then you get T. Higgins, obviously, mm-hmm. who I think was a first round talent. Just but because this draft was so deep with receivers, he was the first pick up the se- uh, first pick in the second round. Yeah. So he's, I think, his range. His size and his uh, his speed is not amazing, but I mean, mm-hmm. you, you don't need it to be. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a go up and get it kind of guy, and that's what Burrow needs yeah. right now. And As you know, the Bengals, yeah, pairing him with uh, like I said earlier, Green and Boyd, and even John Ross, if he ever gets his shit together, that could be a really good duo. Uh, yeah. I think that's why since he's mm-hmm. got my number two. Yeah, I like that. My number two, I got the Ravens. They yeah. just they just filled every hole that they great draft. needed to One fill. One of the best drafts they've had in a long time. Which, yeah, they didn't have too many holes filled though. So they filled that inside linebacker spot that we needed. And yeah, Queen. Uh, Queen's a good pick. That running back pick and yeah, he definitely is. That uh, Dobbins pick it was a little confusing, but you know, I think he'll fit in well with the system that we run. And you know, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely we'll a great season. Yeah. Yeah. So my third, my third one of the draft is uh, it's just it's actually gonna be the uh, it's gonna be the Giants. Giants got my third, uh, really? my third winner of the draft because they go in last year, draft their uh, their franchise quarterback of the future in Daniel Jones, who a lot of people mm-hmm. are shaky on. I think that guy's got great potential. He's going to be a great quarterback down the road. So they come in, give him a left tackle and a right tackle, you know, give him protection on both sides. So that's something the uh, mm-hmm. the Giants been lagging for a long, long time. It was. Offensive yeah. line protection. So you come in, you get Thomas in the first round, and that's going to help tremendously, very, tremendously very for Daniel Jones. And then you get Xavier McKinney to fill the bo- uh, fill the void in the back end of the defense as well. You know, so yeah, Giants are taking big steps forward towards fixing that O line. It's going to help Saquon too, as far as getting him uh, running lanes yeah, and definitely. This I think it's just going to overall really help the offense getting that O line in place. That's something yeah. they haven't had in a long time in New York. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree. 
And my third might might be a surprise. Might not be. But I have the Dallas okay. Cowboys. Yeah, no, they definitely had a pretty good draft. That was Yeah. They had a lot of good picks. I mean they picked up another deep threat in C D Lamb. I mean they got a nice developmental player. In oh, he's gonna he's Kevin gonna help ease the pain of uh put him in secondary he's help ease the pain teams. of losing Byron Jones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they also picked up a very solid mm-hmm. D tackle in Neville Gilmore. Which who was C D S teammate. Yeah, I think honestly I think he was one of my steals. Obviously, didn't make my top yeah. three, but I, he was definitely one I was evaluating when I was looking at steals. Mm-hmm. And then they picked up a first-team All-American, Tyler Reedus, Reedus from mm-hmm. Wisconsin, but that's a great substitution for Travis Frederick, yeah. who they lost. 100% agree, because I mean, Dallas is known for their O-line, so you just got to plug and play. Yeah. But, yeah, that's why they're my number three. They also filled all their holes that they needed. They have the – they have everything that they need to build a championship team. They just can't do it. Yeah. And that's just like the Cowboys' <laughs> way. Cowboys have uh, – they've always gotten in their own way. Yeah, definitely. At least in the last few years. First team all pro running back. Well, there's no, there's no excuses now. There's no excuses. Yeah, that solid quarterback. You got you got all the weapons now. Great quarterback. Got all the weapons, so there's no excuses. Definitely. In a in a weak division like that, right now, probably the weakest NFC division. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's it's up for grabs next year. That whole NFC is going to be very fun to watch. Yeah. Brady and Gronk on the Bucks now, and yeah, it is. You got (sighs) Cowboys and. I think the Giants might make a run a little bit. Yeah. All right, so losers yeah. of the draft. Uh, you want to take a guess what my number one is? <laughs> mm. well, I said Houston. So you might Told be... you I was about to hate on this team all podcast. Here we go. Green Bay. Green Bay's, Green Bay's my <laughs> number one. And They're my number two. Houston's my number two, so we flip-flop those. <laughs> Uh, obviously, Green Bay is going to lose every time in this draft. You redraft again, they're going to lose again. I don't care. Uh, you trade up in the first round yeah. to grab a guy you don't you don't need at all. You grab a successor that's not even going to succeed him for another four or five years. Mm-hmm. What, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you? I don't know. So many I, receivers I on the board. Guys that guys that may not even be first round talents. But you pick him anyways because Rodgers needs a damn receiver to throw to besides Devontae Adams. And, and leave it to a trophied franchise to the most, just drop off their One of the their most storied franchises in the entire league. Yeah. I, mean, and, I don't. <laughs> definitely losers of this draft. NFC Championship appearance, which wasn't a joke. It yeah. wasn't by accident. No. And they just, they give up. It does not make sense. I feel like they just give up. Just a, f- a failure yeah. all around. Their entire draft, mm-hmm. they got no help for anybody and made no sense. No, no picks they had made any sense. 
No. It's, uh, frustrating. Frustrating if I'm a Green Bay yeah. fan, but I'm not. So. <laughs> I mean, it's, you don't even have to be a fan. That's just like frustrating for. It's frustrating to watch. Other fans and other. When you have a quarterback like, like Rodgers, who's so talented like that, it's it's definitely yeah. frustrating to watch his, I mean, uh, the end of his career get wasted like it's been right now. That's the same. That's basically what I said for the Houston Texans. Is that their front office is atrocious? Yep. <laughs> and Deshaun Watson's career is just heading down the gutter. That's basically all I said for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for Houston, they're my number two. Like I said, uh, you, you hit one pick in the first two rounds because they decided to trade every pick they have under the sun, and the only second round <laughs> pick they got back was for DeAndre Hopkins. So they shouldn't have had any first pick, like any picks in the first two rounds. So, no. I mean, but I mean, Blacklock's a stud. He's a pretty solid pick. But mm-hmm. there's no method to Bill O'Brien's madness at all. He no. has a terrible <laughs> ability to build a roster. It's, it's underwhelming, very underwhelming to see. Yeah, the, the Texans aren't that storied of a franchise. Obviously, they've only been around since 2002. But yeah, this is a franchise that since 2002 has made a lot of strides, mm-hmm. has really asserted themselves as being a pretty damn good AFC team. Yeah. And They've had some pretty good players <laughs> come out of that out of that franchise, and they've had pieces for multiple years. They've had an AFC South division that's been very down for the last five, five, six years, mm-hmm. and they slept on it too long. So the Titans are waking up now. The yeah. Titans are waking up, and I don't think they're going to go back to sleep anytime soon. So, I mean, that's – no. Bill O'Brien's got to do something fast if he wants to write that ship because this has been a very, very forgettable offseason for Houston. Let's hope Tannehill can hand off the ball. So. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm not even going to – we'll save that for another time. I'm not even going to get into the Tannehill slander right now. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go to my number three, <clears throat> to the Carolina Panthers. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I mean – and they had an all-defensive draft. Yeah, that's what and, they need. Yeah, but and you got... <laughs> they also need a backup for their $64 million running back that they just paid. And <laughs> they need some protection Yeah, for the quarterback they just got in Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy two gloves, baby. So I don't really understand when they had multiple running backs to pick up mm. for – there's going to be a lot of running backs on the on the block. I think that they can make a trade for. Yeah. So I'm but not really worried about that. Have, I mean, they need a defense. They have an offense right now. Yeah. I'm not worried about their offense's ability to score points. I'm worried about their defense's ability to stop them. And I think mm-hmm. they addressed what they needed to. And yeah, I don't, I wouldn't really call them a loser. Uh, you probably get one of the best. Uh, I don't know if I wouldn't say best, but he's he's going to be a very solid pro in uh, Derek Brown. And mm-hmm. I think they made the right pick there. And they, uh, mm-hmm. Penn State, Gross, Gross, uh, I can't say his last name, Matos, yeah. I think, Gross Matos. And uh, you, you pair him with Brian Burns. It's going to be a nice edge rush. So, I mean, they did what they needed to do as far as that goes. And I think because they need defense in that yeah. division right now. <laughs> They're going to need defense. The Falcons with Julio yeah, and. Ridley and yeah, I mean, it got Gurley there now at, at Atlanta, and 
You got the Bree- you got Breeze with New Orleans and Thomas and all those weapons, and obviously Brady and yeah. the Bucks with Evans and Goblin and Gronk. That's going to be that's going to be unreal. I can't wait to watch that. But they, they need defense in that division right now, and I think they did the right they thing did. in that draft. So I would I would say I I would yeah. say I disagree with that. But I saw I just saw all defensive um, draft. My last yeah okay you know I don't think you, a team should waste. All their picks. On yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not common, but just a weird, just a weird. We yeah. don't have a lot of holes on offense. It, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, because I mean they got receivers. They've drafted receivers just the last two or three years. I think DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore's ready for a breakout year this year. And so, uh, mm. I think I think it was the right choice for them. Uh, my last loser of the draft is going to be mm. New England. Um, no first round pick. Uh, they addressed the defense, which really wasn't a need, <laughs> and they picked a solid prospect. Yeah, they they picked a solid prospect mm-hmm. with Kyle Duggar out of Lenore Ryan, which I mean I think he's probably going to be a little overlooked yeah. because it's Lenore Ryan, but I think they might have reached there just a bit. Mm-hmm. They probably could have got him a little bit later, but I mean this is an offense that didn't really wow anyone yeah. last year, even with a six-time. Uh, yeah. Super Bowl quarterback and Tom Brady didn't really wow anyone, and there weren't a lot of weapons last year for Brady, and there's not going to be a lot of weapons this year for Sidham. And they didn't really get much help for him. Uh, they got a couple tight ends, so I mean that'll help. But as far as like receivers go, mm-hmm. they, they didn't get anything. They got an edge rusher who's got a good upside as well, Josh Ushi, and then you know they needed a kicker with Guskowski being gone, but I think it. Might have yeah. been a little bit of a reach in the fifth round. So I think their whole draft is just kind of – I mean, I know Belichick's been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And he obviously knows what he's doing. I just think a lot of their picks were just kind of meh and reaches, which is really really what a Patriots draft is anyways. If they've ever really come out yeah. and surprised you in a draft, I mean, they're pretty methodical and pretty simple to what they do. So I like it. I like it. Alright. You wanna take a little break until we do team grades? Yeah, we'll do team grades in a break. Right. Welcome back to the Tiny Seed Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Morgan. With my co host, Chase Withrow. Yep, it's me. So we got a team grades up next from this NFL draft. Uh, Arizona. No, I gave him a Yep. What they've all been waiting I'll give for. B plus. <laughs> Just because they got Isaiah Sammons. Okay. That's, a, That's solid. That is a very solid draft pick for them. Um, yeah, I, I gave him an A. Um uh, I mean you have Simmons, who I think is probably the most you know, he's very versatile, mm-hmm. pretty talented, honestly. He's gonna provide some help, but at what position? You know, he can play safety, he can play linebacker. There's a lot of different things he can play. So he's a guy that's just kinda mm-hmm. kind of a floater right now. We'll really see where he plays, I guess, when the season starts. But and I, I like Josh Jones too at seventy-two. That was tremendous value, I think, to bolster the line to protect Kyler Murray. And I just that's why I gave them an A. I think they had a pretty good draft overall. All right, Atlanta, I give them a B. Yeah, I also gave them a B. I like the pick with Terrell. Uh, he's a guy who can still develop. He has pretty good that's upside. A nice addition to. A, he's going to replace Trufant, you know. Luster defense. Yeah, he's not going to. I don't think he's going to come in and light up the no. world right away, but. He's a guy, if you give him time, he's going to come in and 
he's got like Stefan Gilmore potential mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, so I'll give him a couple of years and he's going to really yeah. shine in this league. And I like Marlon Davidson too. That's a guy they needed some edge rushers. Um, another guy who probably still needs some development a little bit before he makes a big impact, but he's got a really, really high ceiling and I'm excited yeah. to see what he does with the few years under his belt. At Baltimore, I gave him an A minus. They filled the holes they needed. And it was just an overall good draft. Yeah, I gave him an A plus. You know, like like I said earlier, they filled every position they needed, and I really like the Dobbins pick. I think he's going to be big time in that offense with a very run heavy oriented offense. So it's going to make that number one rushing attack even better. Buffalo, I gave him a C plus. They added a nice defensive lineman and AJ Epa Epinesta. Yeah, that's he had a first round grade for me. Yeah, steal at fifty four. That's, that's a nice pickup from his uh, opposite partner at Oliver. I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. They failed at other spots, uh, but I gave Buffalo. Good. Yeah, I gave Buffalo a B plus. Um, maybe because, like I said, I like the Espinosa pick. I think Zach Moss. I think Zach Moss is going to be a very, very nice mm-hmm. pair with Devin Singletary. Uh, it's just going to be a very good one-two punch. I think Moss Moss was probably my number one running back in really? the draft. Uh, to surprise a lot of people, he's probably my number one. Um, so I think he's going to pair really nicely there. And I didn't really understand the Fromm pickup mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> uh, but I guess it gives Allen a backup yeah. or whatever. And it's going to make him have to step up a little bit. So that's why I get Buffalo B+. Plus. I like it. Carolina, I give him B-. Minus. Uh, About right where I was. I put him at a B. Like I said, instant impact guy with Derek Brown coming right in. And then I get Gross Meadows, who's going to pair nicely with Brian Burns. And it's going to give him a nice defense. Chicago coming in at a B- minus as well. I gave him a B. Uh, no first round pick, but I think they got a, a yeah. talented tight end and Cole. And then Jalen Johnson's a guy, really good instincts, and was a really solid player for Utah. It's going to come in and fit nicely in I mean, that just Chicago defense. Being just the casual Bears, great defense, yeah. mediocre offense. Yeah, just solid defensive <laughs> player. Yeah. yeah. Grinders, that's all they are over there. Cincinnati. That's why very good. I give them a A minus. I give him an A, like I explained earlier. Burrow can't go wrong with Burrow. He wasn't my um, he wasn't my top player yeah. in the draft, but for mm-hmm. Cincy, that was their top need, and they got that with him. And I don't think they could have made a better choice than Higgins with the steal in the second round to pair with Green, Boyd, and Ross. They get Marcus Bailey, a guy at two fifteen, who linebacker from Purdue. I think that's a really nice value. And he would have gone a lot higher, probably top 100 if yeah, one for ACL injuries. And so that's a guy to watch out for, I think, in camp when that starts back up. And I just think they had a solid draft. I agree. Cleveland coming in at A- minus as well. A-plus. I'm going to give them an A+. Plus. Might as well, uh, might as well <laughs> call them the SEC Browns. <laughs> Uh, they took four mm-hmm. SEC players in the first three rounds, but they got their left tackle 
in uh, in Wills, who was my number one tackle mm-hmm. in the draft, and he's going to help tremendously in protecting Baker Mayfield, who had a pretty rough year last year. Cleveland's hoping to turn around because they have a lot of they have a lot <laughs> yeah. of talent on that offense. Probably these with, with the receivers time. and and Landry and and Beckham and yeah, you know exactly. And then you got Hooper who just signed, and then you got. You got Nick Chubb yeah. in the backfield with Kareem Hunt too. I mean, it's it's an offense that's got yeah, a lot of potential. One of their but the O line two losses. Yeah, yeah. The O line is uh nah. well three <laughs> if you count the Titans. <laughs> uh, the O line, the O line was uh yeah what killed them last year, and really hurt the development of Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield. So they really needed that. Um, Del yeah. Pitt, the safety from LSU, great playmaking ability. Really nice get at 44. Very solid steal. And then Jordan Elliott probably was the best of all. I think he has maybe some of the best pass mm-hmm. rushing skills in the entire draft. So getting him in the third round was uh, mm-hmm. was a nice get for the Browns. Right, we're going to start speeding through here. Dallas, I gave him an A. Yep. Also gave them an A because, uh, you know, yeah. CeeDee Lamb at 17. And then Diggs yeah. is going to help with the Byron Jones loss. Denver, A++. <laughs> okay slurp <laughs> um gave them an a uh judy at 15 was a massive move for the drew lock in mm-hmm. denver it's gonna help him a lot it's very special very gifted route runner and then hamler is a speedster yeah. he's gonna take the top off the defense and especially, really provide them weapons with Sutton and Fant. yeah it's uh it's gonna be a fun offense to watch because yeah drew lock can sling it Detroit, I gave him a B plus. Give him an A. Um, I really yeah. loved what the Lions did. They uh, they gave Slay's replacement with Okuda, who perfect fit in that in that defense. Uh, there's not really not much to like not like about his game. He's doesn't have a lot of weaknesses, and he's just a stud all around. Uh, and DeAndre Swift, who uh, everyone kind of questioned yeah. that pick, but I think it's a good pickup. Carry uh, on Johnson's injury prone, as yeah. he's shown in his first couple years in the league. It's going to give him a nice one-two punch, and Swift's a yeah. guy who can make the plays out of the backfield. Um, Green Bay, D-plus. <sighs> no. <laughs> I'm just going to say no. That's all I'm going to say. F. F minus, minus, minus. Minus. That's it. That's all I have to say on Green Bay. I, I don't even want to get into I mean, Green I Bay. I have that. For Houston. I gave him a... I give him the F. No, give Houston a uh, a C minus. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I like I liked Blacklock. Like I said, he's solid. It's going to be a nice replacement for Reader. Mm-hmm. But uh, they need more needs at secondary. I didn't grab that, and I really think uh, Greener was a reach at ninety. And <laughs> it just I think it was funny after they fell out of the trade with Detroit. Bill O'Brien just reacting the way he did. It just shows how the offseason's been going. Offseason yeah. blues, man. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's what Houston's got right now. Indianapolis, B+. Plus. I'm going to give him an A. I'm going to give him an A. Uh, no first-round pick after the trade for DeForest Buckner, yeah. which I thought was a great trade. Mm-hmm. That guy's a stud. Uh, one of my favorite picks in the draft at 34 with Michael Pittman. To, honest, that guy is uh, one of the mm-hmm. most polished receivers in the draft. Gives Rivers a big target to pair with Ty, and uh, pass 
I think and that Jonathan Taylor. I just think Jonathan Taylor gives Indy a stud running back. Yeah, that's that's a stud running back, and you got four running backs now on that roster with Mac mm-hmm. Wilkins and Naeem Himes. So, I mean, who's going to be the odd man out? Yeah. You know, Jacob Eason coming it's, in. Uh, it's four running backs who are capable. Eason, man, that's the guy. Very he lasted till day three, which surprised me. And it's a guy with a, yeah. a huge live arm. And I think given a year or two to develop has a pretty decent chance mm-hmm. to make an impact later in this league. So it's a very low risk, yeah. high reward pick for them. They needed a backup. Uh, I think Brissett's yeah. on his way out, obviously now. Um, that was just, the, I think it was a very smart draft for Indy and they got a lot of needs. Uh, I don't like it as a Titans fan, but as an NFL fan, mm-hmm. they're going to be fun to watch. Jacksonville, B minus. Uh, yeah, I gave them an A. Um, two studs in the first round with Henderson and uh, Chestnut, yeah. whatever how you say his name. Can never, can never say it. Great edge rusher though for LSU. Uh, I like Chenault too. Mm-hmm. Gives Minshew a nice target, very nice target. He's a great athlete. He's one of my favorite wide receiver prospects in the class. So. Give them an A just because in of all the city, that. Coming in under the B. I give them a B minus. Um, Edward yeah. Hilaire was kind of a nice luxury pick for them. It was uh, definitely a, kind of a, a simple draft. Yeah, especially after. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a nice compliment to Damian Williams, who we saw his Super Bowl performance. Yeah. I honestly thought he should have been MVP. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously, it's going to go to Mahomes. Uh, then Gay adds to an other an underwhelming Chiefs mm-hmm. linebacker core, so it kind of helps them a little bit out there. And uh, give Las B-. Vegas, give him a B minus. Uh, mm-hmm. give him a C. Uh, Rugs was okay, but you still had CD and Judy yeah. on the board. He, he gives you an elite speed though, but I, you got guys like Aguilar and, and Renfro, kind of like yeah. uh, to me, same skill set. Uh. But his speed's kind of – it won't be matched anywhere else in the draft, so you got to take him there, I guess. Uh, Arnett mm-hmm. was kind of a reach to me. That pick reminds me a lot of Gary on Conley yep. a few years back. And we all saw that panned out. He's in Houston now, so – and Lim Bowden, obviously. It was one of my head scratchers yep. in the draft. That's why I gave him a C. All right, we're going to start flying through here. The Chargers, B+. plus. Go B minus. Didn't like the Herbert pick. Very high risk, high reward. <laughs> I but I did pick. like Kenneth Murray. Rams. Kenneth Murray is going to be nice. Um, give them an A. No first round pick after the Rams trade. But uh, I like Cam Akers. He's going to. He didn't have much to do behind a terrible FSU O line, but I think he's going to be pretty Miami, good. Miami uh, A minus. Give him a B plus. Two as their franchise quarterback, and uh, might have had a bit of a reach with. Uh, yeah. Jackson at 18 at tackle, but uh, even come developed and uh, be a really nice prospect. One of the top teams in the AFC North. Minnesota. East. Oh, East, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, I am going to give them uh, – going back after I did my notes, uh, I honestly think they probably had a top three draft, and I (laughs) – Kind of kicking myself on that, put him in there, but um, I give them an A plus. You replace Diggs with Justin Jefferson, who's mm-hmm. going to be a nice compliment to Thielen, 
And uh, they're feeling their needs at cornerback with Jeff Gladney after losing Xavier yeah. Rose, Trey Wayne, and Mackenzie Alexander. And uh, Gladney was one of my favorite prospects. Mm-hmm. I really wanted the Titans to get him, I give him at twenty nine, but uh, New England C plus. Game to see. Like I said, no first rounder. Duggar was kind of a reach, yeah. but uh, uh, no one yeah. B plus. Give him a C. Um, didn't like Ruiz. Slight reach there. Didn't really make much sense to me at all because uh, mm-hmm. Saints are kind of win now mode towards the end of Bree's career, and they're kind of full in the offensive line. It doesn't really fit there right now, uh, especially after trading up last year and taking a center, yeah. which is probably where he fits best right now. And you got <clears throat> you got the other left guard who's still got another year left on his contract, yeah. so it just doesn't make sense, much sense uh, to me right now. Give him a B plus. Uh, go A minus. Address the tackle needs with Thomas and uh, and Pete. McKinney has depth to the secondary that kind of struggled a bit last year. Uh, the Jets so. B minus. Uh, I'm gonna also I'm gonna go A minus here. I like Becton a lot. Actually, gives Donald a very uh, much needed O lineman, and he's going into a year where he yeah. really needs to put up or shut up. In his third year, so he really needed that. And Denzel Mims provides him a big target. Philly, a team that we haven't really discussed tonight. I give him C plus. Yeah, um, a team we probably should discuss more. Yeah. They had a very, very controversial draft, but mm-hmm. uh, I went B minus. I uh, like I like the pick of Jalen Rager a lot more than mm-hmm. other people. There were a lot of I, I thought yeah. they were going to go Justin Jefferson there, but. I like Rigger anyways. I mean, he's – Philly needed a wide receiver just flat out. So, like, uh, honestly, any receiver would have, done, like, made do. But – and then Hurts at 53. Um, no. Didn't really make much sense to me. But given given Wentz's injury history, maybe yeah. it'll, it'll work out. Like a, like a Ravens offense. Um, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, B-. minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave him a B minus as well. Uh, no first round due to Minka yeah. trade to Miami, but mm-hmm. I like Claypool, big body receiver, runs a four four two, gives the Steelers a potential downfield mm-hmm. threat. Compliment Juju. San Fran. Uh, gave yeah. San Fran an A minus. I like the Kinlaw replacement mm-hmm. for Buckner at fourteen. Uh, they didn't really have many weaknesses to address following the Super Bowl appearance, but uh, the ones that they needed to address, they addressed them. I like the uh, Brendan Ayuk pick as he well. He came in as a B plus for me. Um, mm. Seattle. What uh, C plus here? Made quite a bit of a reach in the first round with Jordan Brooks. He's not a guy who can really do uh, amazing things in space. He's a great run striker. Um, he's going to fill those holes, but yeah. you put him in space, he's going to struggle a bit. Uh, being a Tennessee fan myself, no bias here. Uh, I really do like Darrell Taylor, their second-round pick. It's not a guy I don't think they really need to trade up for. But I really like his potential. And I know if he keeps a consistent motor, he's going to have a very productive career. That was like probably the one thing holding him back at Tennessee. Yeah. Was he was just not consistent. Tampa Bay, B+. Plus. <sighs> a- minus here. Got the uh, right tackle with Wirfs to help protect Brady for his two years there. 
Um, Winfield Jr., mm-hmm. he's going to be a player in that secondary. And having lived near Nashville, you know, Keyshawn Vaughn, I've watched him several times over the years. And guy's a steal, man. He's going to be a very, very good yeah. NFL running back. He's a tough runner. Very tough runner. Him and uh, Ronald Jones would be a nice, nice one, too. Tennessee coming in as B. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave him an A minus as well. Um, Isaiah Wilson, a lot of people weren't high on that pick, but I like him because he's not going to have to come in and play right away, I don't think. Especially if Dennis Kelly, he's got a year or two there mm-hmm. to develop. So he's not a guy you got to plug in right away and expect him to contribute. And so it's going to give him time. Uh, they got the steal of the draft, in my opinion, in Fulton. And they have a home run potential running back in Evans to uh, fill Deion Lewis's role and give Henry a nice mm-hmm. compliment. Washington coming in at a B. Plus. Gave him a B. Um, they went edge rusher and mm-hmm. probably the best player in the draft with Chase Young, but it's not really a need that they they had. They have Kerrigan and first-round pick last year, Josh, uh, Josh mm-hmm. Sweat already in place there. But the good thing about picking Young there is the pressure is not on him to make an immediate yeah. impact because of those two guys. And so he can kind of take his time and develop the way he needs to and be yeah. an impact player in the future. That's why I gave him a B. Mm-hmm. How's the list? It was the list indeed. Huh? Was a very successful NFL draft. I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, what these guys do if yeah, we're able to I'm have football this year. For the season, I'm excited for the future of this league. I don't know. Hey, it's a very Weird time, but it's also a very exciting time for basically everything in life. Through sports, movies. No. Well, I'm your host of the Tiny Seat Podcast. I'm going to sign off.